Hello, friends, Maestro here, bringing you episode 355 of Maestro on the Mic, doing it Thursday, shorty style. In today's episode, I'm talking to you about my most favorite topic ever, Instagram. If you're looking for a reason to keep posting, some inspiration to keep posting, or maybe some tactics to help you keep posting, this is the episode for you. But first, hey, DJ, give me that heartbeat. This is Maestro on the Mic. A podcast designed to help you change your mindset and your life. It is time for something new. Join host Dr. Shante Cofield, also known as the Movement Maestro, on a journey to see the bigger picture. Open your eyes. Find your passion and discover how movement unites us all. Let's get it poppin'. This is Maestro on the Mic. I'm the Maestro, and you're about to get maestro Three, two, one. Hello, friends. Maestro here, and welcome back to another episode of my favorite podcast. And today, we're actually going to be talking about one of my most favorite things, Instagram. But before we jump into that, I want to give a little shout out to my girl, Stephanie Hine. She actually hit me up the other day and was like, I don't know if it's the fact that I'm on this amazing beach in Florida. She's from Indiana. I don't know if it's the fact that I'm on this amazing beach in Florida or what, but the episode is sounding super crisp, super clear. And I just wanted to let, oh, big whistle there. I just wanted to let you know. I'm talking about the episode sounding clear as I'm whistling into the microphone. Sorry. I have a gap. It is what it is. Uh, But shout out to Stephanie for saying that. I really appreciate it. Uh, You folks know I did a whole episode on it or a lot, a lot, a significant portion of one of the episodes about the fact that I got a new mic. And one of the things with leveling up and buying new things and, you know, better quote unquote things is that it oftentimes brings with it new problems or new obstacles or new things to consider, right? Different devils for different levels. And with this mic, because it is so sensitive, it picks up everything in the room, even though there's different settings, which are really cool for near and far, things like that. It does pick up a lot of things. So I have this wild ass setup that I've had to create and I'm still working on it. I went and got like foam, acoustic foam things for the wall because it's a very echoey room. Uh, and like the shelving and stuff that I have is all metal. So I got this acoustic foam for the walls. I'll probably get some more of that, maybe some nicer looking ones. I hang a sheet up in the back corner. I have this thing that goes on the desk. It's like a little kind of mini studio thing. I put a, another sheet on the other side because we're trying to, I'm trying to just decrease the, the sound bouncing around. So all that to say, thank you, Stephanie, for noticing and for letting me know. I really appreciate that. So let's jump on into this episode. I want to talk to you today about reasons and encouragement to keep posting. If you don't give a fuck about social media, perhaps don't listen to this episode or maybe listen around the edges or, you know, do whatever you want. But uh, this episode is inspired actually by the number of messages that I've been receiving lately about how social media posting on Instagram specifically has changed, literally changed people's lives. Now, you all know I don't love that. If I can do it, you can do it because I think it's a bunch of bullshit. But uh, yes, for me, social media did change my life. It allowed me to create relationships and get my work out there and build a network and you know, build a friendship with Perry 
and then become a rock tape instructor. And, you know, that just opened up so many doors and just changed my life. But again, I don't want it to just be one story of like, I did it. It changed my life. You can definitely do it. Although, there, I mean, th- there is value in that. Uh, but doing this episode, because I just, for whatever reason, I'm sure I could talk to Emily or something about the seasonality of this and the, the stars or something is aligned with something else. But just receiving uh, so many messages from people. And, you know, part of it's probably just that it also takes about, you know, 18 months for things to catch on. But receiving so many messages from people about successes that they're having and how Instagram has changed their life. And actually, I recorded an episode last week with Dr. Mitch Rasmussen. That that episode will drop on the 21st. So this episode drops on the 17th, I believe, and then that episode will drop next Monday. And if you can, give that episode a listen. Just He is so knowledgeable. I actually brought him on for episode 14, and time freaking flies by. And so he's back for episode 356, talking about functional medicine, and just my dude goes in, and he's so passionate. But one of the things that he spoke about before we, got, before we started recording was how he is, is embracing posting on social media. And I'm, I don't want to say that I've pushed him for years, but I have definitely encouraged it and supported him in, you know, getting started with it. And people are going to go at their own pace, and he has really embraced it. And, excuse me, he has really embraced it, and he is, you know, one of the words that he used were, a few of the words he used were, you know, it was cathartic for him. And just how it's shown him, uh, you know, allowed him to really figure out what he wants to be talking about and it's therapeutic for him which is just freaking awesome it allows him to find his voice and feel like he's making a difference that is huge and it gets him excited that is huge we got my girl dr k she just posted in the mafia about how she has really you know the reps getting the reps posting every day has been integral in her figuring out really refining her niche and finding her voice from here she or from there I should say she has refined her newsletter and she had like a 67% opening rate on her most recent email like shout out to you that's freaking phenomenal doc that for those of you listening that's freaking not even freaking that's fucking incredible the industry standard is less than 25 percent most of those big big names out there that you that you may know of they they're you know like like 10 percent just because also their lists are so huge but 67 percent is unbelievable right and uh she refined or renamed her podcast people are excited about it and the at the heart of that the foundation of this was her posting daily and just really finding her voice and refining her message my girl maria reached out Maria, I'm not sure if I'm saying your name like like with the accent. I, I'm very much like saying it very like Anglicanized or however, whatever that, that term is. So I am sorry. But she recently, at the young age of 45, bought a bright red motorcycle full leathers and is able to do this because of a business that does acupuncture, uh, a business that supports her lifestyle that social media contributed to in terms of just refining her message. She's phenomenal in person. She got a ton of in-person referrals. So it wasn't that social media is what, you know, gave her these referrals, but it did help her clarify her message. It did help her with uh, marketing and did allow her to actually use, uh, have a tax write-off with that new motorcycle. Don't ask me how it was done, but it was done. That's freaking awesome. And now she actually has the time to go and learn how to ride this thing because she has this business that she loves so much that is doing so well 
and supports her lifestyle. Like, that's freaking amazing. My girl, Karen, she's uh, my moderator for my uh, Instagram intensive Facebook group. She's in my mafia as well. She's, she's like just such a, such a rock star and so steady and just really just so, so steady. Like when I think of her, I think of like a stream, just like steady, continuing, like going around the rocks, over the rocks, just like keeping forging forward. But she got asked to speak at a, this YTT thing uh, and the person found her through Instagram, right? You never know who's watching, folks. You never know who's watching. So, you know, we're going to speak about this later in terms of kind of some advice. So, yes, you can uh, make, do it for the opportunities and the connections, right? Social media is phenomenal for that. And I talk about that all the time, right? I meet the best people on social media. I actually just did a reel today uh, with my girl Tanya Schwamberger. And uh, we did like a, not a stitch, but she did the first half of the video because it's cold as shit where she is and there's all snow. And I did the second half and I'm like, I met this person. I never met in person. I never, that's funny. I have never met this person in person, but I met this person on the interwebs. And I absolutely consider her a friend. And, you know, that was really cool to be able to do that. So, yes, absolutely continuing to post. You can meet phenomenal people, make incredible connections, change your life, change your career, change your trajectory of so many different things. But more than that, it is such a, it holds up such a mirror. Right, it, and one of the things I talk about a ton within my intensive, and I'm actually speaking about this uh, this week, is the personal growth that can occur with posting on social media and posting frequently. It's not about, I'll say frequently and consistently. It's not about like, oh, I posted, you know, once this week and then once next year. It is about getting those reps like Dr. K said. And yeah, I do encourage daily posting. So let's switch gears from the... Uh, you know, here's the evidence, if you will, hearing from other people into the advice section of or the advice portion of this episode. So, yes, I was hoping to use some of those other stories a little, as a little bit of inspiration so you could see what's possible. But let's also get tactical so you have a few things in your pocket and a, a few things to consider as you perhaps, you know, face some – you'll face the natural, like – friction and pushback because it is the resistance is real right so as it goes as as it goes for advice number one yes I do recommend posting daily the bigger thing here is simply consistency so whatever your consistent looks like let that be it if you're going to ask me what mine is and what I would do if I was starting today I would be posting daily. I'm not just starting today and I still post daily. But if I was starting today and I'm looking to get the reps, I'm looking to refine my message, learn my no, learn my yes, attract an audience, figure out what I want to say, figure out how I like saying it, the the fastest way to do that is going to be posting daily just because of it's just a numbers game there. Yes, the argument could be made that it will be slower if it's, you know, incredibly difficult for you to post daily and you just spend time shaming yourself because you can't post daily. So, you know, refer back to what I said earlier about figure out what consistent and possible looks like for you and start there. You may need to take kind of a stepwise approach to this. Like if you've never posted or if you're like super inconsistent with posting and you know that you get tripped up, 
you might be the type of person that maybe you go from instead of like I'm gonna post every day because you know that that's just not realistic you think about posting once a week and when that's easy and routine then you go up to twice a week and when that's easy and routine then you go up to three times a week yes it will take longer but you know what takes the longest not doing it at all right waiting forever and sitting with it and stopping and starting and stopping and starting forever that takes the longest so yes i recommend daily but at the end at the heart of it it's be consistent whatever consistent looks like for you second thing to remember once is never i'm borrowing that quote from my homie dr julie angel i believe i brought her on the podcast courtney if you could link that episode thank you it was a long time ago uh but i met her at the 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 wmt the women's movement collaborative that uh, danny uh puts on and uh danny almeida puts on and that that phrase once is never actually comes from the parkour community and it refers to the fact that like you know if you do a trick one time it doesn't mean that you own it because maybe the circumstances were just right and, you know, we can still celebrate it, but it doesn't mean you own it. So we got to do it again and again and again and again. This ties into social media because saying something one time is saying something no times. People don't see it. People aren't in the right headspace to receive it. Maybe it wasn't as clear when you said it. Maybe, you know, they just weren't, again, they weren't feeling it. They weren't ready to hear it. So many different factors. That in mind, once is never. Keep saying the same thing over and over and over and over again. So if you're worried about staying consistent because you're like, I'm going to run out of things to say, no, you won't. Say the same thing again and again and then say it again. So, uh, third part here, it's always new to someone. So number one, or number two, was once is never, these aren't even numbered. I kind of like just have check marks on my dash marks on my, uh, my little whiteboard here. But the second point there was once is never. Very much tying into that is that it's always new to someone. So even if it's been said before, even if you've said it before, it's still always new to someone. So even if so, second point was if that person has heard it before, Guess what? Once is never. They need to hear it again. Second part there is that you saying that same thing again, it, I promise you, will be new to someone. It's always new to someone. The things that you think are the most basic, it's going to be new to someone. I'm very heavily like, you know, for whatever reason now, uh, very heavily in kind of like the more the nutrition space. And I know that it's just like any other space where if you surround yourself with people that are other professionals, your conversation inherently kind of elevates and you forget what the general population is. And so I was at volleyball the other day with my mom squad and I'm like, you know, the local fitness expert, the resident, not local, the resident fitness expert and, and PT and such, uh, the, the resident health and wellness expert in that group. And one of them came up to me and she goes, Shantae what's a macro? And I was like, that's an awesome question. And that is realistically where the general population is. So if you are B2C, right, business to consumer, remember where your people actually are at. They are way, way, way far behind you. And it's not a bad thing. They got other shit to do. I'm sure they're, they, I'm not sure. I know they're an expert in something else that you have no idea about. This being your expertise, you think everyone knows it or like, that's so basic, of course. But people don't know it. So it is always, even the most basic, basic, basic thing, it is always new to someone. Share that shit. Share it. In line with that, just because someone else said it 
doesn't mean you cannot or should not say something. The reality is someone else having already said it is actually helpful for you. It's proof of concept. It's very hard to be the only person, especially, you know, rather the first person doing something. There's, it's not so much that you have to convince people of the validity or the utility of this thing, but also you kind of do because they've never seen it before. There's no other, there's no other results. They're not just you know, seeing it on every corner. So you, you kind of have a little bit of that uphill battle as well. Whereas if this thing already exists, it means there's an audience for it. So there's proof of concept. So there's a little bit less work that you need to do. So it's not a bad thing if other people are saying it. And furthermore... Put your spin on it. Use your your voice. It still will sound different to someone else. You can literally say the exact same thing as someone else, like verbatim, and it will sound different to the audience because of the way you look, the way that you speak, any kind of relationship that they may have with you. It'll land with somebody and they'll believe you versus that other person it won't. We all know this. We've had this, usually with like our like romantic partners where you've been telling someone this thing forever and you're like, do it this way. This is the best way. This is the right way. This is the, the fastest way. And they're like, nah, it's not, it's not the way. And then somebody else comes in and tells them, business coach or something. And then they come back to you and they're like, so my business coach or my friend had this great idea. And I'm like, motherfucker, I've been telling you this for how long? I've been, I've been saying you, for you to do this. So same, same there, my friend. Same, same. Someone else saying it is number one, proof of concept, and number two, absolutely not a reason why you should not also say the same thing. I know you all want to throw it out there. The resistance is real. Everyone's saying it. What do I have to add to the conversation? I need you to get past that. I need you to get past that real quick. I'm not trying to cut you down or invalidate your feelings. It's fine that you feel that way, but this is a long play game. And the reality is, it's 2020. There is nothing new out there. Nothing. I heard a quote once, if you think you're the first person to say something, you just haven't read enough. And I was like, damn, that's really good. We're all just saying the same thing, right? I talk about it as a kaleidoscope of uh, ideas. Uh, I'm trying to think who actually... It is, that's from a quote in the beginning of my guy Adam Wolf's book. And it talks about the kaleidoscope of ideas and that... What I'm presenting to you is just my turn to the kaleidoscope, right? It's the same bits of colored glass that have been throughout the ages, endured the test of time. And you turn the glass, you, you look into the kaleidoscope, and then you share with the world your take on things, how the glass looks to you, how the, how the pieces you know, being arranged looks to you. That is what's happening with social media, right? It's not about saying something radically new. It's about saying it with your voice. Now, I know there's layers underneath there about worth and value and things like that. Listen, that's outside of my scope. Outside of my scope. But it would behoove you to understand that the faster you can get through this or past that and past this idea that you're trying, you're supposed to say something that no one has ever said before, the faster that you're going to be able to settle in and just say the things that you want to be saying. Okay. Uh, next one on here. Do it for the lurkers. I alluded to this earlier, uh, largely with Karen's uh, you know, story, her uh, success, her win. But the reality is people, it's not their job, right? It is not your audience's, it's not part of your audience's daily routine or their job to comment on things. As a creator, it is literally part of your job to create something. So you don't think twice about 
perhaps going to someone else's post and liking it or maybe commenting on it. And if you do think twice about it, then I definitely don't want you to feel some kind of way about not getting engagement, right? If you having this as part of your job, right? Part of your job is to be on social media. If it's weird for you to go and comment and be social on social media, how do you think it feels for your audience? Where this is like literally, they get no money from this. There's no, they're not running their business. They're not advertising. They're literally on there to be entertained. And you think that they're just going to want to go and comment and, and interact? Immediately, no. Immediately, immediately, no. I actually just did a post on how to increase your engagement, by the way, because I get that question all the time. Courtney, if you can link that, thank you. But specific to this point, do it for the lurkers. The majority of your audience is probably lurkers. You will have plenty of people who decide to work with you or, or purchase something, and maybe they've never liked anything uh, you know, that you've posted. Or maybe more than likely, they've never commented on anything you've posted. They've never DM'd you or anything like that. There's a reason I keep asking for it because I know that there's so many people in the audience that they don't interact and it's fine. It's totally fine, but I'm going to continue to encourage it because I love it so very much. But when you are posting, when you're, you know, just just getting started and you're like not getting any engagement or anything like that, do it for the lurkers. It it takes so much time number 1 to build trust with somebody, right? That trust cycle is just minimum of 10 months there. Meaning I would not expect someone to comment on my content before 10 months of, of having followed me. Anytime after that, you know, I think that it perhaps goes up if they've been kind of following along consistently. And largely because I think that we kind of attract what we are or we attract that which kind of aspires to be like us. And so I am more outgoing and, and, you know, vocal about things and I encourage the interaction. And so I think that I attract an audience that's more likely to speak up at some point. But I have plenty of people that have just been messaging me and being like, hey, I'm one of those lurkers. I've been following you for years and I never commented on anything. And like, you know what? I get it. It's not your job. Like, it, it can be kind of weird if you think about it. You're like, I don't even fucking know this person. So do it for your lurkers. Understand that as it relates to business, I get it. You got to pay bills. You want conversions. But so many of those people that will convert never comment before. Like the first kind of interaction may be that they buy something. So do it for the lurkers. Last big point here, your posts in general, as a rule, not even in general, your posts as a rule, cannot, will not, and should not be for everyone. This, you all know that I am so uh, adamant about niching down. And this is also something that comes out of posting regularly is that it allows you to learn your no. That is how you will niche down. You're going to start seeing what's easier to post about. What kind of audience are you attracting? That tells you how your messaging is and if you need to change it or if you need to double down on it. When you try to make your posts for everyone, it's not that they end up being for no one. It's that you miss out on the opportunity to be remarkable for that person that you are absolutely the best for, that you're like, you can solve that problem for that person. You can't do that if you're talking to everyone or you're, you're trying to make your message accommodate everyone or be okay for everyone. I had this, I won't say I had this discussion because it wasn't a discussion. It was a, I responded to a comment on Instagram the other day and I specifically said this this person shared they said they found my post problematic 
and it was based on their own personal experience. And that's the, that's the kicker there, right? It's their personal experience. And so I was like, thank you for sharing your personal experience. And the reality is, you know, my audience of 60,000 plus people, not every post is for every person. And if it doesn't serve you, leave it. It is literally impossible for me to make content, one piece of content that will be correct and 100%, you know, uh, in line with what every single person needs and wants. I speak to a specific demographic. I speak to a specific problem. I speak to my skill set. And that's it. If, if the audience falls within that, amazing. If they don't, it's not for them. And that's totally fine. I get that in the beginning, that can be just so like scary. And you're worried about someone saying something. This is also the value of posting regularly. And why I said that it that posting it teaches you about yourself. It shows you what do you do when someone questions what you're saying? How do you react when someone disagrees with you? Do you shut down? Is there shame? Is there guilt? Is there, do you delete things? You're like, I'm just done. I'm never going to say anything again. Do you argue? Do you yell? Do you, you know, scream and throw your phone and berate this person and like have to prove them wrong? What happens when things don't go your way? Social media will show you. You know, it's funny because ice, ice baths, right? They're a thing now. And I remember however many years ago when I did my breathing course and I was really into learning about Wim Hof and nervous system and breathing. That's, I did my first ice bath thing. I went to the Wim Hof experience. This shit was terrible. Not, not the Wim Hof experience, but the ice bath. And I was like, I'm never doing this shit again. I went with him and I did one with uh, Brian McKenzie. They were very different, each of them, both great. Um, but in doing that... Uh, this stay with me here in doing that what we're looking to do is elicit a response from the sympathetic nervous system and then you're looking to control your response to that response so you have this sympathetic reaction the sympathetic response and then it's what is about what happens next can you can you calm your breathing can you use breathing to to you know calm the nervous system to bring your heart rate down to can you consciously decrease your respiratory rate and and slow it down the whole thing is that they've exposed you to essentially a noxious stimuli. It's physical, though. Cold will always be cold. The same shit happens when you get trolled, my friends. You go right into fight or flight. You're about to look like Kermit in that gif, that gif where he's typing a million fucking words a minute. And you're like, ready to go. You're like, I am on guard. I got to prove this person wrong. How dare they come into my comment section and say this, this slander. They didn't even say slander, right? There wasn't even any slander. But in our minds, it's like... The biggest issue, the biggest problem that could ever happen, it has just occurred. So you want a response from the sympathetic nervous system? Go get trolled. And then you start to learn. What, what, what will I say? What's going to happen? We can kind of theorize, but until it happens. And realistically, folks, if you are worried about getting trolled, number one, it's a valid concern. Number two, you're going to eight-mile it. And it's like, I feel like this is so apropos because today uh, is Super Bowl Sunday. I'm not going to lie. So the, the Super Bowl is over. I don't know who the fuck won. I'm guessing LA because I was hearing fucking, uh, what are they called? The uh, fireworks in here. Uh, so I'm guessing it's who won. But I did not watch the halftime show. I don't have cable. But I saw all of the memes and all of the stories on Instagram. And Eminem, my dude, love Eminem. He was, he was uh, you know, putting on that show. So... 
I talk about this in the intensive and eight miling something is simply where you get ahead of it, where if you think someone might say something, you say it first, right? And all of us, or not all of us, hopefully, if you haven't, then you, after this episode, will go check out the final rap battle scene of Eight Mile, of Eight Mile. it's Eminem's movie, uh, in which, I don't want to ruin it, but I'm going to ruin it now. I'm going to, because I can't, I can't make the point without ruining it. So sorry if you haven't seen it. But uh, in that rap battle, uh, Eminem goes first, and he says all of the things that the other guy could say about him. And then when it's time for the other guy to go, homie ain't got shit to say. And so that guy loses the rap battle and Eminem wins. This is a technique or a tactic that I encourage people to do. And now I don't want you to write like 17,000 paragraphs and go into the first comment of the, uh, of the, the post. But when I am writing a post and when I'm coming up with content, this is what takes the longest is I, yes, I will write drafts of the caption and I'm always and this is from when I was in the movement space and sharing movement content I would think about what might someone say and do I want to address it right so you don't have to eight mile it but you can ask yourself what might someone say about this do I want to get ahead of it do I want to say it and then if they go and say it in the comment that means they're not, that they're just looking to swing their dick right they're looking to say something get some some uh, what's the word publicity, I don't know, get some eyes on them, feel better about themselves, whatever you could say as per caption, or you could just say nothing, right? Because it's there, it's in, the, it's in the caption. So getting ahead of the things that people might say, and as because we're talking about now about not getting trolled, and number two, right, we attract what we are. I really firmly believe that. We attract what we are, not what we want. Lead with light, lead with kindness, lead with the fact that, you know, there is so much uncertainty about things, especially with movement, right? There's no absolutes. There's no one single best way. So many times in my posts, I would write, will this help you? I have no idea. I have no idea if this movement or exercise will help you. I am just sharing something that I enjoy, sharing something that has helped me. If it helps you too, awesome. Feel free to let me know. And that's it, right? I'm not trying to have speak in absolutes or establish myself as the best and this is the only way to do things. Something also, you know, really big to be said about leading with kindness. So when I go to create a point, a uh, point, when I go to create a post, I know that how my brain works, I'm very action oriented, very solutions oriented. And speaking like that could, there's, there are times that it could come off as unkind where it's like you haven't considered these things or, you know, the, you got to take a step back and I'll write it all, write everything out first. Let's let it all come out. And then I'll look at it and I'll think about what is the main message of this? And is this the kindest way to say this? Right? It's not about, you know, being a little bitch or being soft with what you write. Like, just be kind and think about this. Everyone's out there doing the best they can, which means that you probably should do the same when you're going to create your content. Is this the best you can do? Is there kindness in this? Did you take a moment to think about it? And this is, again, not to try and placate every single person out there because your content cannot, will not, and should not be for everyone. But it can still be kind. So keep that in mind. All right, last part here. Yes, I want to validate your concerns or your thought that, oh, that might be easy for you to say, Maestro, you have you know, all these followers. Let's call them InstaFam. Okay, you have all these InstaFam homies and it might be easy for you to say. And yes, it is easier for me to say because just like with art, right, you get past this like, distrust barrier where when you're on the, the the beginning side of it and you're just you're a new artist people don't really know your shit they don't know how good you are they haven't formulated opinions whatever you haven't like become famous yet 
everything you that you come out with may not be so well received but then like you cross over that barrier and then like anything you make suddenly or this is what it seems like to me as like you know my uncultured self when it comes to art it seems like once you cross over that trust barrier anything you make is amazing and i'm like that looks terrible but what do i know again uncultured here and all the people who love that person are like no it's the best and like look at this and the way the use of color and this i don't really know i really is not my thing but that, yes, that does exist on social media where when you're on this beginning side, you are looking to build trust. You're trying to gain traction. You're trying to build trust. You're trying to get wins for people. You're trying to connect with people. You're trying to support people, get results for people. You're trying to show, your, you know, your worth, if you will, without using that in the bad kind of context, right? To that end... Once you're past that, once you have gotten results for people, once you have that reputation, that good reputation, you show that you can get results, then people do trust you, it becomes a whole lot easier. And the majority of the content that you put out, people agree with, which makes you more likely to put out content because you're like, it's going to be well received. I'm not worried about punishment. So yes, for those of you thinking that, you are correct. My advice is start posting so that you can get there too. Start posting and keep posting so that you can get there too. You only ever get to that point by starting and continuing. You don't get to that point by thinking about it or hoping for it. You have to simply put in the work, get the reps, get the results for people, gain that reputation, and then you've passed through, you break through that trust barrier. So... If I'm going to link this back to last week's episode about how to motivate your clients, I want to think about this in terms of how to motivate yourself. Because when I talk on social media and I speak about this, my whole goal is that you post not because someone might like it. You post because you have something to say. You post because you have something that you want to contribute to the conversation. But I know that in saying that, that that's like a very like internally, intrinsically kind of motivated thing. And if I'm going to meet you folks where you're at, you're likely more in the beginning phases of things or you're trying to start and start and stop and start. So you're still in the beginning phases of things. And during that phase, external motivation tends to be more helpful. So to that end, what I would say in terms of setting yourself up, setting yourself up for success and creating some of that external motivation, I would say, number one, we want to focus on goals that, that are about effort. My girl, Meredith Root, have expectations of effort, not outcome. So instead of saying that you're, you know, going to get this many followers, your your goal that you're going to write, put it on a calendar if you like, you know, checking things off is going to be, I am going to post this many times a week. And perhaps it's one time a week. I'm pretty sure I did an episode about setting goals that are achievable and the value of that. So Courtney, if you could link that episode as well, that'd be awesome. But if we let this goal be easy, if, you've, if you're posting no times right now, then you probably shouldn't go to trying to post seven times a week. So think about what is realistic for you and what you know you 100% can achieve. And if that's posting once a week, then go ahead. Let's say we're going to post once a week, pick a certain day. You're going to post that same day every day. It doesn't make same day every week for a month. Maybe you go wild and you pick a day that has five of there's five of those in a month. So five times in, in that month. The goal here is the effort, not the outcome, because folks are going to be like, well, I'm not going to like change, not get any followers or anything for posting five times a month. You just told me. Again, have expectations of effort, not outcome. Have goals of effort, not outcome. So we're going to be focused on posting 
consistently, whatever that looks like for you. So that's once a week on that same day for an entire month. And when that's easy, then the next from there, we can bump it up and say, all right, like I learned, I learned how easy this is for me or how achievable, attainable this is. Cool. I'm going to bump that up to twice a week. I'm going to post on Tuesdays and Thursdays and for the next month. And we're again, we're having expectations of effort, not outcome. If you're the type of person that does really well with accountability, then perhaps you get an accountability buddy or you put it out there, right? If you can't find an accountability buddy, one of the best things to do, and this is what I did when I first started, is I post, I put on the bottom of every post uh, when I decided to do my daily maestroisms. I said, new new daily maestroism coming at you at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every night. I put myself on the hook. All right, I'm, I'm going to share a story here. I, I went to Rockstock. And uh, Rock Tape knows how to throw a party, man. They, Allison, man, they know how to throw a party. And I partied really hard at that party. I, I spoke last and, you know, I couldn't uh, really hang out, go out the night before because I had to speak the next day. And so that night, it's a big party night, I went really hard. And I remember going back to my hotel room and I'm just like sitting there and I took, I like left the party to go back to my hotel room. And I was like, I just got to get this post up and then I can either go to sleep or go back downstairs or whatever. I just got to get this post up. For me, that accountability to my audience, my people is huge. I was like, I will do anything to not let my people down. I said, I'm going to show up at 730. I'm going to show up at 730. So if that's helpful for you, then do that. I'd, for those of you that are like, you were already feeling that way at 7.30, I think by this time I was far enough from, with my daily maestroisms that I had switched and I just said they were going to come at, the, that they'd be out daily. Uh, I did the 7.30 thing largely in the beginning. Uh, so that's what I think <laughs> what happened there. Uh, but that's a 100% true story. And again, if, if that's how you are, that you are you know, inspired or being held accountable, putting yourself out there is putting yourself on the hook helps you stay on track, then go ahead and do that. But this is the the best thing that I can think of from a tactical external motivation kind of perspective is we're going to set a goal of effort, which is I'm going to post this many times in terms of how long it takes you to post, give yourself a reasonable amount of time, right? Give yourself a minimum of an hour, right? Or a maximum and a minimum of an hour. If you've been posting, you know that, okay, like I can usually get a post in about 45 minutes and I'm worried about it taking too long. Then don't set your timer for 30 minutes because you know that that's, that's not realistic. To me, giving yourself an hour to create a post is, uh, you're going to find that it's a bit short. That it may not and probably will not be enough time. But if you are concerned about time, then think about that as a minimum and get what you get done and then post uphold your commitment to yourself and we have that expectation or that goal of effort not outcome put it on a calendar check it off and then we can look to build from there if you want more accountability you want more strategy more tactics yes i'm going to plug my instagram intensive because of this first part of the podcast right now realistically when i talk about the intensive i talk about it because i love it I talk about it because I know it's the best Instagram program out there, right? I, I call it, I say that it's not Instagram coaching, it's business coaching for Instagram. But when I hear from these people about how their lives are now and what they're doing and their happiness that they have created, that is what makes me want to talk about this program even more because it is so much more than 
coaching for Instagram. I don't necessarily always push it as being so much more because I talked about this in multiple episodes where people want a specific result. They know they want this thing and they come in knowing that they want this thing. They want to learn how to use Instagram. They want conversions. They want growth, things like that. And if I'm talking about this thing over here of like, it's going to make you, you know, step into your dreams and get confident and learn about yourself. That may, people may not even realize that they want that. People may not even realize that that's actually what's holding them back from having those other things. So I usually don't pit that at the forefront. But when I get messages like this and I get so many of them, I can't not talk about it and and encourage you all if you're at all thinking about using Instagram for business and you want some help, come to the the mafia. What am I saying? Come to the Instagram intensive. I'm not editing that out. That's staying in there. I'm like, I'm in my head here thinking about things. I'm just thinking about all the people because oftentimes people go from the intensive into the mafia. But if you're looking for a starting point, I want you in the intensive. Round 11 is going to start at the end of March. Our first day will actually be March 29th. Right now we have the wait list going and I will open it up closer to that date. Uh, But if you want to get on the wait list for round 11, Courtney, thank you very much. You can check out the show notes and go. you'll see all the information about it, right? The price is $497. It's six weeks long. Each call is about two and a half hours, uh, two to two and a half hours. I answer all the questions, all of the outlines and like what we're going to be talking about uh, is on that page as well. You can learn all the things. And if you have any questions, you already know, folks, DM me. Go ahead and shoot me a text, 310-737-2345. But as a start, Simply decide I'm going to post this many times a week. Let it be easy. Let it be achievable. Write a little calendar out. Check it off. If you need to have someone hold you accountable, you want to put yourself out there for Insta World to hold to hold you accountable. Do that. Get through that. Achieve the, that goal. Show up with that effort, and then you can look to build from there. All right. Keep an eye on the time here. It's getting long. It's supposed to be a Thursday shorty. It's definitely a Thursday not so shorty. But clearly, I am super passionate about this, and it seems like something like seems like such a, like a little benign thing. I'm like, it's Instagram, and you know, people have their feels about it. But I really do not even believe. I know that it can change people's lives. And if you want help, I'm happy to help. If you need some inspiration to keep going, hopefully, this episode gave you that. All right, officially gonna wrap it up as always endlessly appreciative you take the time to listen you reach out you text me you dm me you share things some of you provide the most phenomenal summaries like y'all are amazing Uh, so uh, the episode summaries of the episode just you folks are incredible so thank you so much for the support thank you for letting me hang out in your ear as weird as that sounds and just thank you for being in my corner all right that's it Until next time, friends, maestro.